Welcome to the podcast for Brain and Cortland in the morning on 98.1 K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk with Luke Bryan and Country on. Congratulations to Luke on his 30th number one song. Wow. Yeah, 30 of them. That's pretty good until you realize that's about halfway to George Strait. I was going to say, how many does George Strait have? (laughs) 60 or 61, I can't remember. Still, everybody can't compare their success to George Strait's success. and, 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 and And you shouldn't. Because obviously George is the is the king of that. So uh, yeah, thirty number ones, thirty more than I have. <laughs> so uh, way to go, Luke. Good morning, uh, Brady Cortland. And on a uh, Wednesday, whatever day it is, I'm not sure. the uh, the The gray, gloomy, rainy days are all blending together. I know here. it's just been such a bummer week, but at least I don't feel bad about taking naps right now. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> this is prime napping weather, people. Well, you can tell there are a lot of people who don't want to leave their house because last night at the gym, there was like half the number of people, yeah. if that, that we normally have on a Tuesday night. Everybody's like, nope, screw this. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I was right there with them. I didn't go to the gym last night either. And uh, it was Taco Tuesday. So we had to have tacos last night. So mm. Taco Tuesday. Oh, tacos sound really good. It's become kind of a thing at our place now uh, where we have tacos nearly every Tuesday. I had cucumbers for dinner. It was cu- all Cucumber Tuesday. <laughs> it was much more disappointing that than Taco Tuesday. So delicious. It's so funny because we were just talking. What were we talking? You were saying something. We were talking about uh, cucumbers and what they smell like. Remember yeah, yes, yesterday some, you made a comment about... I saw some article about if your Christmas tree smells like cucumbers, yeah. that you need to get rid of it immediately. And I'm like, what do cucumbers even smell like? They smell like water. I mean, they have a certain odor to them. I'm I like, don't think you, so. If you put a cucumber under my nose, I'll be able to tell you it's a cucumber. I don't think so. You don't think cucumbers smell? I'm not I'm saying they're bring, pungent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring you a cucumber tomorrow, and we're going to see what it smells like to you. It smells like a cucumber. It doesn't smell like anything. It does because I don't like them. I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste of them. I take them out of my salads at all costs. I eat cucumbers, but only if the skin is off. I have to skin the cucumber first. Wow. I don't like that rind around it. Highbrow cucumber fan over there. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I got to have the skin off it. We've been pronouncing cucumber wrong. It's cucumber. Oh, that's right. Cucumber. That's right. <laughs> got to completely forgot that. Apologies to everybody listening right now. Uh, at, at least the editing department corrected us. Cucumber. Cucumber. Okay. All right. Please don't bring them in. The studio. I, don't, I don't want them. Weird start to a, a Wednesday. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so once again, congratulations, Luke Bryan. <laughs> Brandon Cortland at K-Hawk. It's number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. That's Keith Urban with Wild Hearts. Good morning. It's Brandon Cortland. A little later on during the show today, right around 810, your next chance to win a four-pack of tickets for the Cinch World's Toughest Rodeo. And how you can win those tickets is by figuring out our song about horses. Songs about horses actually has the word horse right in the title of the song. We're telling you that right away. Yeah, we'll just play you a little clip of a song, and if you can tell us what horse song it is, boom. You get tickets. Yeah, not only do you win a four-pack of tickets, but you're also in the in the drawing to be our behind-the-shoots VIP. Uh, the winner of that gets tickets even closer to the shoots, a uh, tour, uh, a behind-the-scenes tour 
before the rodeo starts, and then a uh, merch pack from the Cinch World Stuff is Rodeo. So, so far, we've done Beer for My Horses. Yes. And then yesterday was Taylor Swift's birthday, so we did White Horse. So yes. today could be anything. I mean, listen, we're running, we're running all, we're running wild with horse songs. See wild horses. I don't think we're going to play any stones today. I know, but I love that song. That's a great song. You're absolutely right. All right, 810, your chance to win with songs about horses today at K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. This is how we roll. It's Florida, Georgia Line, and Luke Bryan. Good morning. It's Sprain and Cortland in on a Wednesday morning. And sitting here and watching what my 18-year-old son is is going through right now, just that, that stage of his life, senior in high school, he's been dating a girl now for a few months. It's the holidays. Mm-hmm. You're wondering what to get your significant oh, other. Oh, yes. So they are like officially a couple? Yes, they are. Boyfriend, girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Yes, that has been confirmed. They're and, Facebook uh, official. Well, they're not. Come on. They're 18. They're not on Facebook. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's for old That's people. right. And so it's just kind of funny to sit back and, and he'll, he'll be like, so, you know, what should I get her for Christmas? And I'm like, well, I go, you know. You know her better than I do. How yeah. many times have you met her? Like four? Yeah. And it's always <laughs> been like, hey, how you doing? I, I, it's hard to gauge what someone wants for the holidays by that conversation. So, Well, he should know at this point the things that she is interested in. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, I don't know. I feel like all you have to do is go online and, and see the TikTok's people favorite and the stuff on Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram, I feel like it shouldn't be that hard to figure out the things somebody is interested in. No, and like I told them, I said, listen, she understands that you're not, you know, raking in the big bucks. You know, you've got a part-time job, you know. <laughs> At a party supply store. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you're getting party hats and balloons, I mean, baby. Really, really, <laughs> she shouldn't be surprised if she gets some uh, uh, really big balloons and streamers. That's Discount about it. Halloween mask. Oh, uh, someone's using their in-store discount. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Maybe not the Christmas he'd imagined, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just said, you know, listen, I go, just, you know, your your gift needs to express the fact that you, like you said, A, that you know her, you listen to her when she talks to you. Yeah, that you pay attention. Yes. Uh, but, you know, don't think that you got to go over the top and oh, get her no. some, you know, expensive piece of jewelry They've or only something. They've been together yeah. a few months. There's no need for that. Yeah. But if he's really not sure what to get her why don't they take a little trip to the mall one day and just walk around and see what she you know kind of veers towards or talks about or points out to him and then you just make mental notes yeah that's a good way to get people a good gift you just unsuspectingly go out with them and then take note of everything that they notice yeah you'd be surprised how how much someone will unwillingly or unknowingly to them tell you about their interests mm-hmm. when you're walking around. So I don't know. He says he's got some ideas, so I'll have to wait and see I what they are. I swear to God, if it's a candle, <laughs> I'm going to come to your house and have a talking to with him. Okay. All right. <laughs> 18 and he's already getting the candle talk. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, when you're 18, you also think Olive Garden is fancy. So <laughs> listen, 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 I get it. Soup, salad, and breadsticks. Well, dynamite. I know. But that was like when you were in high school, you know, Olive Garden was like the epitome of class. That's right. (laughs) They're Alfredo's top notch. I go nowhere else. Now, as um, grown adults, we all know better. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's fine, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. 
Wow, this got off track. Anyway, uh, <laughs> gift shopping for your significant other when you're 18. Aww. It really takes me back. Not to when I was 18 because girls didn't talk to me. But, you know, eventually, <laughs> eventually when I got to be like 20, they started Who was your to girlfriend me. when you were 18? <laughs> the cat. Spraying <laughs> When you showered with? All right. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Hawk with Jelly Roll and Son of a Sinner. Good morning. It's 610. With Brain and Cortland, and you know we all have our our favorite TV shows. We get excited when a new episode comes uh, comes about, whether it's on a streaming service or whether it's you know one of those few shows we all gather around and watch on television. And uh, listen, Yellowstone is a big show at my house. We record all the episodes and we watch them either on Sunday nights or maybe on Mondays if there's football we're watching. Uh, and so, season five of Yellowstone premiered earlier this fall. High hopes. For continued drama in the Dutton family. And I got to say, we're six episodes in. We've watched a half dozen episodes of the new season of Yellowstone. And I'm disappointed because I don't feel like we've gone anywhere in six episodes. How many episodes are there in the season? So I saw a teaser now uh, during this past Sunday's episode. And the teaser said, with just two episodes left before the mid-season finale. I'm oh. like, oh, that's right. They're splitting it up into into two little sections of season five. Well, that's what's going on with one of my favorite shows right now, too. They had like a little finale last week, and okay. then they're going to bring it back for more episodes, I think, late in January. Yes. It's the popular thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Yellowstone is doing that. So, uh, you know, and a perfect example of it is this past week, they were teasing there was a death. There was going to be a death uh, on season six or oh, episode no. six. And of course, they're not going to kill off a main character. I get it. But I thought maybe it would have a little more of an impact. Uh, than the one that it did. Although it was very emotional. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season, uh, episode six yet, uh, the person that died was uh, the old cowboy Emmett, uh, who helped on the uh, the cattle drive and uh, and died the perfect cowboy death. He passed away in his sleep at night after after oh. uh, driving cattle. I was like, oh, God, did cattle. it have to do with cattle? It didn't have to do with Thank cattle, God. no. It had to do with him just going to sleep at night. And, uh, you know, and there were several great moments. There's always a few moments in each episode that are like, okay, that was cool. Or man, I mean, the scenery, obviously the scene, it's Montana. It's beautiful mm -hmm. where they shoot this show, but I've got to have, I need more story, more excitement. I need more mayhem murder. Okay. What season of Yellowstone is this? This is season five. Okay. So I feel like the later we get into the seasons, the worse a show is going to get because they run out of ideas. Typically, it's like they The do. Walking Dead. After a while, it's like, what oh more can you do? Exactly. You've already done everything. That's how I felt about Shameless. Like the farther you get into the show, Shameless, you're like, there's nothing that could shock me at this point. So yeah, obviously, and the theme of the show Yellowstone has always been the threats to the Yellowstone Ranch, the threats to Dutton Land, and how they've always dealt with them. And you're right. After a while, you have trouble coming up with antagonists and coming up with new threats that seem reasonable and logical and um i just i don't know what's now maybe maybe the, the next two episodes before the mid-season finale will blow my socks off and restore my faith in tyler sheridan and his writing ability and the fact that maybe he sh is, isn't concerned about the spinoffs he's got coming on paramount plus oh god yeah Man, the one with harrison ford and Helen mirren looks really good too in 1923 but i mean 
Come on, man. How about you concentrate on the show that got you where you are? You know what show that upset me last week was Abbott Elementary. I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything, but there is very much a Jim and Pam situation going on with two of the main characters. Mm -hmm. And I understand. I understand that you want to drag that out, that anticipation of them getting together for as long as possible. But this week, they just did one of those moments where it was like, will they, won't they, and then they don't. And you're just like, come on! We know it's going to happen eventually. Why can't you just give us a little bit? Yeah, I just, I, yeah I've, I've just been really disappointed with the last two episodes of Yellowstone. If you're a fan and you've been watching, uh, you can uh, message us on the Kayhawk app. Tell us what you think of the, uh, the latest season. Is it moving too slow for you, or are you fine with this meandering pace through the valleys of Montana. I need meandering. To be, I need I need more of a gallop, if we could, please. Uh 614, Brandon Cortland at Kayhawk. For New Country, 98.1, Kayhawk. Drunk and I don't want to go home, El King Miranda Lambert music at 630 with Brandon Cortland. Now uh, we are going to talk about the Christmas song that you dislike. You can't stand it when it comes on. But first I feel like we need to put some good vibes out into the holiday universe. Maybe go over a few uh, songs. What kind of Christmas songs do you like? Which ones do you gravitate towards? I like a lot of Christmas songs. Okay. Um, I would say the one that I enjoy hearing the most right now, this year in particular, is Melakaliki Maka. I don't know. There's just something so like nice and light and bouncy about that song. It just makes me smile every time I hear it. From my favorite Christmas movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation features that song at some point. In the I'm movie. like, wait, it's not from that movie though. It's no, 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 but it's they featured, just feature in, the, it in, it's the featured movie. in that yes. movie. I okay. think we all remember what scene <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, listen, I my I grew up. My mom was a, a big Mannheim Steamroller fan, so we grew up with that kind of Christmas music in our house all the time. So we listened to that, and also I like like the big band stuff. Um, I have, a, I have a couple of Dean Martin Christmas albums. Mm, I love a Frank Sinatra one. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, who else I really like in the country genre whose Christmas albums are fantastic? Brett Eldridge. That's Brett Eldridge. Yes. Speaking of guys who kind of sound like Sinatra. Oh, my God. I would die to go to one of his uh, Christmas shows that he does every year. Yeah. He really has embraced that big band traditional uh, Christmas sound, and I love it. I, that, that's just my personal preference. Okay. Now get to the complaining. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're really here for. Now the fun ends. <laughs> now listen, not every Christmas song appeals to everybody. There are some that people love, and then they're, that very same song could be maybe the one I dislike. So the two songs that we have to present to you, Cortland and I have narrowed it down, because uh, there are others I dislike too, but man, this one makes me just want to climb a tall tree and live there forever. Okay, I'm going to guess. Is it either Wonderful Christmas Time... Stop yep. <laughs> or grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's it's this. <laughs> it's this abomination of a tune performed by a Beatle for crying out loud. And I love the Beatles. I love Paul McCartney. But I do not love this song. You Sorry. know who would do a good cover of this song? Who's that? Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. I can totally would see Would you that. listen to it if it was Harry Styles singing it? No, but it? I, my, it would be listened to in my household. <laughs> what about the John Lennon Christmas song? Do you like that one? I mean, that's a little heavy. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I, I like my Christmas songs, you know, either, uh, you know, big band and up tempo or, you know, about Jesus. That's how that's those are my Christmas uh, uh, categories. Well, now. speaking of downer songs, <laughs> my least favorite Christmas song would have to be the Christmas shoes. Oh, every time I hear this, I'm like, nope, turn it off immediately. It's just so 
heavy and dark and depressing and it's the holidays all wrapped up in the one song. It's just so anti-Christmas. I cannot oh, stand it. But he wants to get the Christmas shoes, Portland. Oh, my Portland, God. Because, because mom's going to meet Jesus. Please stop. Stop. This should not be a Christmas song. Okay. All right. It's I way know. too depressing to be a Christmas song. A lot of people love it and would disagree, but that's why we're here to open a, uh, a discussion on which Christmas songs. And the discussion is, if you like it, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now you can go to the Kayhawk Facebook page and you can tell us what is a Christmas song that, you know, you just don't like. It's okay to admit it. A lot of people so far are saying the Hippopotamus song. I want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Gala Peavy. Yes. That one's fun. I don't mind that one. I, listen. I do not like the Chipmunks doses. one, though. That one is so irritating. Uh, Christmas time. Why anyone thought that it would be pleasant to put the voices of the Chipmunks on a song is beyond me. <laughs> different time, man. It was a different time. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you can head to the K-Hawk Facebook page. You can also message us on the 98 point one k hog app five comments so far and three of them are for the hippopotamus song what did a hippo ever do to you we also have rudolph the red-nosed reindeer wow and mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you because it is so overplayed that's the problem with that song i don't hate it but i i will eventually here (laughs) in about a week but it's it's, yeah it's, it's super popular good for mariah all right 634 it's happy holidays brady Cortland and k hog Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk with Florida Georgia Line. 649 with Brandon Cortland. And, well, around here, we have a lot of great holiday light displays. You see them when you drive down your street, more than likely. And we would love to have you enter our Light Up Eastern Iowa contest. Yeah, here's the deal. The deadline for this contest is on Friday. Mm -hmm. So if you have not sent in your photos yet, you're going to want to do that ASAP. Otherwise, you can't win the 500 bucks. That's right. Uh, send us a picture using your Khawk app. Just tap on that little Christmas tree button, upload your photo. Boom, you're into the drawing for $500. It's just that easy. And please, only send in photos of your own home. If you know somebody else who has like an out-of-this-world impressive light display, talk to them about it. Say, hey, man. You could win 500 bucks because your house looks awesome. You should enter this contest. I just saw somebody share one on Facebook of an absolutely amazing uh, display in Cedar Rapids. So maybe they're entered, maybe they're not. If they are, tell them they should. They've got a couple more days here on the Hawk app to get entered as we light up Eastern Iowa. Someone's going to win $500. Why not you? Roll around in that money on your front lawn. Show it off. And make sure you send us pictures of that, too, <laughs> on the K-Hawk app. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. That's Little Big Town at 712 with Brandon Cortland coming up at 730. We'll talk about last night's finale of season 22 of The Voice. A good night for Blake Shelton. More on that in a bit. Time now for Country Quickies. A good day yesterday for Keith Urban, who became the latest country star to sell his master recordings catalog. According to Billboard, Keith has sold his masters to the newly formed music rights company Litmus, which was launched back in August. The sale includes 10 studio albums as well as a greatest hits package. And the deal also includes an agreement to collaborate on Urban's future releases. Now, uh, no dollar amount released on how much Keith got, but guessing it was a tidy sum. Other stars who've sold their masters recently include Kenny Chesney, who sold 80% of his catalog in January. And Blake Shelton, who sold his recordings from 2010 to 2019 back in October. It's the thing to do. Yeah. Raise tens of millions of dollars. Make it works. That money. That's right.
All right, well, Luke Combs just marked the end of his 2022 Middle of Somewhere tour, and a few special guests joined forces on stage to prank him during the finale. Openers Jordan Davis, Lainey Wilson, and Daniel Bradbury came up with their own choreography for Luke's single Going, Going, Gone, and they came out and did it behind him while he was singing. (laughs) Jordan posted a behind-the-scenes video of their rehearsal and then the final performance on Instagram, and he wrote... Going, Going, Gone is a great song, but we made it just a little bit better. You're welcome, Luke Combs. It looks like Luke was a good sport about it, especially because the whole crew was on stage waving around streamers and there was an air horn and it looked like chaos. It's the thing to do. <laughs> if you're an opener, you prank the headliner. That's just what. That's just something you do. Yeah? Yeah. If you want to see the video, by the way, Jordan Davis on social media. All right. Universal Music Group Nashville is is the signing of actor and musician Luke Grimes. Yes, that's Casey Dutton on the hit television show Yellowstone. We knew he was going to be releasing a country album. uh, But as a matter of fact, we know his first single will be out on Friday. The song is called No Horse to Ride. And it was co-written by Grimes, Jonathan Singleton, and Tony Lane. No word on when uh, Luke Grimes' debut album will hit However, he's working with uh, Dave Cobb, who is uh, a big name in Nashville on that album right now. But look for a song from Luke. It's so hard not to call him Casey Dutton. Luke Grimes, (laughs) No Horse to Ride, out Friday. So we had Luke Grimes. We had Luke Combs. Now we have Luke Bryan. It's only right. (laughs) He has a new hit career milestone after securing another number one song with his latest single, Country On. That brings his overall total of number one songs to 30. Way to go, Luke. Luke was able to celebrate the moment with his team while in Las Vegas for his residency at Resorts World. He shared a few photos on social media and wrote, I'm blessed to have this career and I can't thank everyone involved enough for supporting my dreams. Hey, hey, USA, we ain't seen our better days is a come together moment. I couldn't have handpicked a better 30th. Love y'all. So congratulations, Luke Bryan. We get it. You're successful. (laughs) And, uh, And not done, by the way. I think he's going to have more oh, than 30 no. number ones. Of yeah. course not. <laughs> Those are your quickies this morning. Details on all your country music news on the free-to-download Hawk app. And once again, we'll have results from last night's finale of The Voice. A country winner. Will we hear him on country radio? We'll have to wait and see. It's Brandon Cortland at Hawk. Green 98.1 Hawk. Bailey Zimmerman and Fall in Love. 7.30. Good morning. It's Brandon Cortland on a Wednesday. Last night on NBC, the finale of season 22 of The Voice. The second from last season for Blake Shelton. Yes. And as we discussed on the show yesterday, leading up to the finale, Blake had three of the five (laughs) finalists in the finale. Yes, he did. (laughs) So his odds of winning were very good. And then, of course, he did end up winning thanks to his contestant, 22-year-old Bryce Leatherwood. The winner of The Voice is... Yeah, I cut out all the uh, the minute-long oh suspense. God. Come on. I just, hate that they do I know, that. I know. I know why they do it, but I hate that they do it. But this guy, I mean, he's been singing country music all season from his very first audition with Conway Twitty. If you want to know a little bit about Bryce, by the way, I did a little research. Okay. He's 22 years old. He's from Georgia. He's currently uh, attending Georgia Southern University. Oh, okay. And he's completing a degree in business, and he hopes to eventually manage his music career with the help from his degree. Makes perfect sense. Also, he was born with the last name Leatherwood, so like... What else could you be in your life other than a country artist? You're either going to be a country singer or, or a, a cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. A rodeo guy. You're going to be one of the two with the, <laughs> with the last name Leatherwood. So listen, I like the fact, and I have been following along with The Voice all year, but I like the fact that, that, yeah, this guy 
is unapologetically country. He wears the hat. He he leans in and sings traditional country music. This is one of his performances uh, from uh, not Monday last night. night, but Monday night, mm-hmm. uh, singing a Keith Whitley classic. His voice so, gives me chills. He kind of reminds me of Scotty McCreary in a way. In a little bit, yeah. Maybe not as low as Scotty, but I think he has a very, um, it's a very simple and clean. It's pure. Clean voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say it, he ever gives me goosebumps. Not a um, lot of bells and whistles. No, no. And there's nothing wrong with that, clearly, because he just won the voice. Also, we talked about this yesterday as well. Man, country people love the voice and mm-hmm. they're more likely to vote for their favorite artists on The Voice. So if you're a really good country contestant and you've got Blake Shelton as your coach helping you, your odds are pretty good. They're yeah. decent. Yeah. And he came. it came down to, by the way, if you're wondering, fifth place was Brayden. Fourth place was Omar, who I thought was just incredible. And then we don't know who placed second or third, but Bodie and Morgan were both in the final three. Yeah, they were the runners up, so to speak. So, And now, of course, the real question is, you know, you've won The Voice and they do get spoils from that they get a certain amount of cash they get a, a recording contract but you know when you win you're controlled by mm-hmm. the people that run that show you know blake might be your coach but he's not your record producer no. so hopefully you get hooked up with somebody who's uh who's got a good rep in nashville and uh and can put out the right record so yeah it'd be nice to see and hear this guy on country radio so i think i, guess I think we'll he to... would i think he would fit in he yeah would, he, he's he could be one of those more traditional artists in the in the realms of like the John parties and stuff like that. I think too. he's a heartthrob for some of the younger country fans. 22 years old. That's true. Yeah, Very he's a young guy too. Jaw. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I love a good chiseled jaw in my country stars. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Bryce Leatherwood. Congrats to Blake Shelton. Will he get a win in his final season? Season 23 of The Voice, of course, will premiere early in 2023. It's Brayden Cortland at Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K Hawk. Tyler Hubbard in five foot nine, 746 with Brain and Cortland. And the Battle by the River Rodeo coming to Extreme Arena in Coralville. Uh, and that's coming up next month. It's so weird to say next month and mean January of 2023. Next year. It's coming no, up next that's year. Right. That's right. Uh, it's Saturday, Friday and Saturday, January 13th and 14th at Extreme Arena in Coralville. And I don't know if they've ever had a rodeo there before, so this is exciting. Yeah, probably the first time they've had one down there in that arena. So you can check it out for yourself. You can register to win a four-pack of tickets for Friday night show on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Cole Swindell, she had me at Heads Carolina. It is 813 with Braden Cortland. It is time to once again give away more tickets for the Cinch World's Toughest Rodeo. Coming back to Cedar Rapids next April. But, of course, you'll not only win a four-pack of tickets... But you could be our behind-the-shoots VIP. Yeah, that'll get you some special seats, a cool little tour, and even some rodeo merch. Maybe they'll give you a lasso. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think so. It's the official lasso of the Cinch <laughs> World Stuff is Rodeo. A girl can dream. Okay, can you? Is that in your dream, a lasso? It worries me a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Songs about horses. We'll play you a clip of a song 
It has horse or horses in the title. You just got to come up with the name of the song. Yeah, hopefully that's easy enough for you. I feel like today's is the hardest out of all of the songs for the week. Possibly. Possibly for a pretty good reason. We'll talk about that in a second. But take a listen to your horse song. And her horse is all I bring. Mm. Okay. Here we go. And her horse is all I bring. Now, clearly the voice is very familiar, but... What Maybe song, the song is, is it? it? Yeah. Ooh. 365-3698 or hit the call us button right now on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Caller 10, of course, gets the first guess and could be at the Sins World's Toughest Rodeo and possibly be our behind-the-shoots VIP with K-Hawk. Brandon Corlin giving away more Sins World's Toughest Rodeo tickets. K-Hawk, good morning. You are caller number 10. Who is this and where are you calling from? Michael from Oxford. Hey, Michael, take one more listen. And just need the name of the song. I was thinking that would be a perfect one for this week. It's Wild Horses. Wild yes. Horses, yes. That's what we thought, a perfect horses song, right? <laughs> Garth Brooks. Hey, congratulations. You got a four-pack of tickets for the Sense World Stuff is Rodeo, and you're also qualified for that behind-the-shoots VIP package. Excellent. Thank you. Hey, yeah, Brain. Yeah, yeah. Who are the two best horse thieves in the world? Uh, I'm not sure. Bonnie and Clydesdale. Okay, stop it. Uh, now, for those of you who don't remember when that song came out, it was actually on Garth's No Fences album in 1990, but he then, in 2000, released it as a single, and it got up to number seven on the charts. I didn't realize that he released that after the fact. So, Well, you know, maybe he's barn with it. Maybe it's Nabley. <laughs> Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Morgan Wallen at New Proof, 832 with Braden Corlin. Maybe Morgan Wallen's one of the people you follow on TikTok. Uh, by far one of the most popular social media sites, especially for the younger crowd. Well, it's also making music careers for so many oh, yeah. people because their music isn't really paid attention to. And then all of a sudden they blow up on TikTok and you, then they're on the radio. You trend on TikTok, you're going to blow up. Well, uh, yesterday, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds announcing that she is going to be banning the use of TikTok. No, not for everybody. Okay. Uh, however, it'll be banned on all state-owned devices and also all state agencies will not be able to subscribe or create a TikTok account. What does that mean exactly? Who is, so if who you is work, that affecting? If you work for the state of Iowa or if you work for a state agency. Now, I was wondering this too. And uh, one of the stories I saw gave the following examples. Some of Iowa's public universities have TikTok accounts. The University of Iowa, Iowa State University Athletics have TikTok accounts mm. to promote games and events and things like yeah. that. Um Will those accounts have to go away? We'll have to wait and see. Or have to be moved to somebody with a private device? Or to another social media platform like Instagram or something. Uh, the state health department also has a ad campaign that runs on TikTok. Oh. So they're thinking that uh, uh, while this obviously, the reason for this, by the way. Cybersecurity, right? Yes. Uh, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company even though I believe they're headquartered in the United States. At least the some of them are. But uh, Iowa and states like Alabama, Maryland, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Texas, and Utah, they're all doing the same thing and banning TikTok on, uh, for state agencies for security concerns. And uh, they don't want the information that you have to type in or maybe the app is somehow obtaining from your device used against you at some point in time. So that's basically why they're doing this. Okay. But yeah, I guess for, that makes sense. For you and me, it's not going to affect us. We don't work for a state agency. 
Um, and so we can have TikTok if we want to have TikTok. I don't really use TikTok, to be honest with you. You know who uses it all the time? My mother. She's constantly sending me links to TikTok videos. And I'm like, Mom, where do you find the time? I'll tell you where I find the time. <laughs> and I'll make this as clean as possible. The restroom. <laughs> I love. That's where Brain's doing all his TikTok. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't create content. But man, I love. I will drive down the TikTok rabbit hole at various points in other rooms as well. But once you start watching and just, oh my God. I guess if you do it enough where they learn the algorithm of the Mm -hmm. things that you're interested in, it gets better. But when I first started trying to go on TikTok, I'm like, I don't want to watch any of these videos. Why are they showing up for me? Yeah. So anyway, that's the story about who can and cannot use TikTok in the state of Iowa. It looks like there are multiple TikTok headquarters and there is one in Culver City over in California. Yeah. So, yes, it's it's uh, it's a tricky issue. And if you want to read more about who can and can't use it, uh, that information is up on the Khawk app. Keep that app on your phone. Yeah. Safe to use. We don't want any of your info. No, really, we don't. <laughs> Spraying Cortland at Khawk. Green 98.1 Khawk from Jackson Dean. Don't come looking. 846 with Braden Cortland. And uh, listen, we all have our favorite. Christmas songs that we love to hear this time of year. But our question that we posed to you early this morning on the Khawk Facebook page and also uh, on the Khawk app, you can message us that way as well. What's a Christmas song that you just, you, you don't like? You can't stand it. You and I started this earlier by talking about some of our favorite Christmas songs yeah. to kind of balance out the negativity. One of my favorites is Melakaliki Maka. Another one of my favorites, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Yeah. It's a 90s classic. You can't go wrong. It's a fun tune. Yeah. And, and, and then this year, some of those songs that are quote unquote fun holiday songs, if you hear them too often, they can kind of drive you insane. And I think that's why I, I just, I can't stand uh, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Cause you know, it's a ding ding. It's just so, hey, simply have. And once you hear it, I want to punch your face. <laughs> it's I, how I feel. Once you hear it though, it's stuck in your head it forever. Is. It's an earworm. You're right. That's so, what sucks about it. I don't like the Christmas shoes because I think it's the most depressing, irritating Christmas song of all time. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. So I seriously, Christmas songs do not need to be that sad. So we asked you to chime in, and you did not disappoint, uh, including Ken, who says, yes, uh, Christmas shoes, can't stand it. And he has his own personal reasons as well for disliking the song. So you're not alone in your feelings on the Christmas shoes. No, but the most popular responses that we've had, it seems, are the hippopotamus song. Okay. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Brain, can you do your best impression for us? I want a hippopotamus. That was bad, wasn't it? (laughs) I just heard myself. I thought it was really good. Out loud, and I went, I'm going to stop that right now. Well, that's kind of how Gayla Peavy's voice sounds in the song. I'm no Gayla Peavy. Another one that's pretty popular seems to be Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, because, you know, Mariah Carey is the self-proclaimed queen of Christmas now. Yes. So that song just haunts us all for two months every year. (laughs) Last Christmas, another one on here, probably because there's a thousand covers of that song. You know what, though? You play me the version uh, that... The, from Wham, I'm down with that. That's just pure 80s nostalgia, though, I think. Do you like the Taylor Swift version of Last Christmas? Hey, what are some other songs that... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm Little be Drummer honest, Boy. Little Drummer Boy. You know... Uh, rum, pum, pum, pum. Okay, that all right. Part, that part gets annoying. But do you, you remember the version that we that I absolutely love? Um, oh, little, the... For, of King and Country? They no. were on They were on uh, CMA Country Christmas a couple of years ago. Uh, they're a Christian group. They do a rendition of the Little Drummer Boy that's amazing. There's tons of drums. 
If Jesus okay. rocked out, that's what he'd be rocking There's out There's tons to. of drums. That makes sense because the song is called... No, I, I know. The Little Drummer. I know. Hello. <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth is yes. another one that some people seem to strongly dislike. Christmas in Iowa? What is that? Okay, hang on here. I looked that up. Christmas in Iowa. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. That is by Mulberry Lane. Okay. So apparently someone doesn't like that song. Does it not actually represent? Multiple people don't like that song. Okay, wow. So it's popular enough where quite a few people know it. Blue Christmas also on the list. Oh, give me the version from Elvis. Elvis is the only version. Blue. It's the best one. Now, I do want to share one more comment for you. This is from Joyce. And oh, Joyce, Joyce said, not really a song, but I can't stand it when the fruitcake recipe comes on. Oh, Joyce. So should we play the fruitcake recipe? Well, no, listen, we're not going to do it to, to make Joyce upset. But we have a lot of people who contact us and say, hey, listen, I got to hear the fruitcake recipe. And I know we played it right after Thanksgiving was over and we kind of, you know, made that segue into holiday tunes. But I don't think we played it for a while, so. Uh, after commercials here, Joyce, plug your ears, but the fruitcake <laughs> recipe is on the it's way. It's only like a minute and a half long. It's really short. Just, you know, cry another top. Do what we do. <laughs> it's Brandon Cortland at K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. That's Kane Brown and wife Caitlin with the song, Thank God. It is 919 with Brandon Cortland and unfortunately, sad breaking news to report to you. We were both stunned when we saw this this morning. It's just appearing, TMZ, the first to break the news, uh, that the... Uh, Famed DJ from the Ellen DeGeneres show. Twitch, as he's known. Yeah, Stephen Twitch Boss uh, has passed and apparently died uh, from suicide is, uh, is, the, is the cause. Yeah, the death. story says that uh, law enforcement sources say that his wife ran into the LAPD station on Tuesday and she was frantic because she said that her husband, Stephen, had left home without his car, which wasn't like him. And then a short time later, police got a call for a shooting at a hotel in L.A., and they found him there from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Yeah, which is really sad. Of course, um, that's that's how I knew who Twitch was. Uh, he started on Ellen in 2014. <clears throat> of course, was there until the show began or was done airing uh, in May of this year. 2014, was, yeah, to 2022. Yeah. That's a long time to be with the show. Was also an executive producer on the show as of 2020. He was on So You Think You Can Dance back yeah. in the day. He was the runner-up in 2008. He was married to another dancer. And the hardest part about hearing this story is that he has three kids. Yeah. Three little kids at home. One of them is two. One is six. And then he's the stepfather to a 14-year-old. And six was the age my brother was when my dad died by suicide. So immediately when I heard this, I'm, my heart just broke into a million pieces because that's going to change the rest of their lives. Yeah. yeah, it is. The trauma that comes with losing a parent to something like suicide is just so, it's so heavy. It weighs on you forever. And, you know, especially as wife, there's all these other feelings. You're sad. You're angry. You feel a sense of guilt. guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So obviously we'll learn and find out more details as, you know, because the show was over. Obviously he, uh, in an interview here, he said he was looking forward to spending more time with family and the kids and exploring other avenues. Uh, he and his wife were a host of a uh, show on Disney Plus called Disney's Fairy Tale Wedding. So it's not like he wasn't working and doing projects and things. And they just, just celebrated their nine year yeah. anniversary on Saturday. You just, you know, you, you, you don't know.
unfortunately, you just don't know. So uh, anyway, I uh, wanted to pass that along to you. Uh, gone at the age of just 40. 40, 40 years, years old. old. So Please, uh, just I want to put this out there just for anybody who's struggling with mental health, especially this time of year. I know it's really hard on people. No there's kidding. the seasonal depression aspect, and then there's the whole family thing. I know my family's going through a lot right now. This is our first Christmas without my grandma who passed in October. But please, please, please reach out to somebody if you need help. Ask for help. Talk to a family member. Talk to a friend. Get a therapist. I mean, don't. Don't do this. There are people trained to help, even though it seems like there's no one out there that could possibly understand what you're going through. They understand. There are people that will. So many people understand. Please, please get help and don't do something like Twitch did. Oh, it's just, my heart goes out to everyone involved, including him, that he felt like he needed to make that choice. Oh. 922, it's Braden Cortland at K-Hawk. Country 98.1, K-Hawk with Jelly Roll and Son of a Sinner. It's 941 with Braden Cortland wrapping things up here on just a picturesque <laughs> Iowa December day. Oh, look at that fog. God. It's very nice. I know both Cortland and I were at one point during this 9 o'clock hour, we're like, oh, I can't wait to go home and let the darkness envelop me into another <laughs> peaceful afternoon nap. Well, it's just so easy to take a nap when it's dark outside yeah because it's like yeah it's the middle of the afternoon but it feels like nighttime (sighs) yesterday was just with the rain and the mist and everything Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't it didn't rain super hard at our place in marion but i remember letting rigby out once and he just took one step on the back porch he's like (laughs) i'm sorry it's wet out that's exactly what tater did and then i shut the door real quick and i'm like no you have to pee yeah go potty Go do it, buddy. I'm sorry. I'll wait by the door, but you just you have to do it before I let you back in. As far as the uh, as far as the lottery of of who gets to use the indoor plumbing, you lost. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you lost. So, uh, everybody have a great Wednesday. We're back tomorrow morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. Until then, so long.